Great coaches ask great questions. Days at work are the days when the light bulb goes on for somebody else. Well, hello and welcome to On It, Not In It, the interview series. Uh, I'm your host, Todd Eppert, and today I'm joined by Joseph Stanton, who is the Managing Program Director at Stanton Technology Group. Joseph, thank you so much for joining us. Would you like to kick us off with a brief background as to who you are and what you do? Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Todd. Um, what I do. It's a lot. <laughs> We'd be here forever. Um, no, we, uh, we are a national IT solutions company um, managing uh, infrastructure for and installing infrastructure for Fortune 100, 500 companies across the country, uh, commercial, retail, um, uh, industrial, uh, big into multifamily. Um, what I do in the, in the business is um, I'm mostly in new sales. Uh, development. Um, so I'll bring in a lot of our business. Um, I kind of like to say, uh, I bring it, you know, I go out, I'm a hunter, I throw it on the table, come back and chop it up for, for all the kids to eat, you know? Um, so that's kind of what I do um, in short, um, but we wear a lot of hats. We are a small company. Um, we all wear a lot of hats. Um, you know, I throw things on our LinkedIn and stuff like that. So uh, as far as marketing goes, and which we're trying to target a little bit better, more professional uh, now that we are growing, um, you know, very fast and, and steady, uh, moving into Q2, hopefully. But uh, but yeah, so still project manage. Um, I help maintain, you know, um, and manage our project managers as well. I assign uh, projects to them. Um, uh, <clears throat> new business, uh, farm accounts. Um that's pretty much what I do. Yeah. So uh, like I said that before we even push record, this is a non-scripted podcast. So I love to pivot as you give me answers. So the first thing I would love to point out is you said, well, what do I do? It's a lot, right? Yeah, right. Every, every entrepreneur, we have a lot on our pages, on our plates, and that's just in our business. We have all this other stuff. So I'm going to shift my questions a little bit. And I'm going to ask you right, right away. So how do you maintain this work-life balance that we all like, dream to have as we start these businesses what do you do as an owner what kind of habits have you put in place to try to keep all of the business from destroying the rest of your life absolutely that's a great question um structure uh number one um and and you know when i when i started the company working from home was a little bit different i had to really really be extremely more structured um so uh waking up very early uh, starting my day, getting everything out of the way, um, literally um, living by my calendar is is the only way that that I feel that I can accomplish everything I need to accomplish in a day. Even personal items I put on there, um, that's been a huge game changer ever since. And I really, I mean, we grew so fast when we you know started the company, um, but uh, it kind of was real fast and furious. And but structure i mean that's 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 how we're able to you know there's still no balance i mean really to be honest with you um i don't even know what balance is but um you know there's still i wish i had more balance um to be honest but you know i asked for it i i, I became an entrepreneur because i thought what i wanted was balance 
but and I do, but in you and don't get me wrong, I still get that balance. I'm able to, um, you know, uh, cut it off now because I've gotten to that point. But the first two years was me working 14 hour days, 16 hour day. I mean, I literally was sitting at my table uh, and at midnight, you know, kitchen table, you know, still working from 8 a.m., you know. Um, so um, just getting to that point of being being able to after I've established a little bit of a couple of years and establishing, you know, obviously people that help me. Um, I can't do it without my team as well. There's no way I would be here without them. I have an awesome team. I mean, I seriously have a rock star team. Um, and, you know, there's no way I'd be able to do it all without them. So, Joseph, thanks for that introduction. I really appreciate it. So why don't you tell us, what was the initial spark that led to you to take your entrepreneurial leap? Um, well, other than having our twins, uh, or my wife being pregnant with, with twins, uh, boy, girl, twins, um, yeah, girl, um, other than that, I would say I basically had some just difference in, in ethics, morals. Um, I didn't believe in some of the items that the owner where I was, you know, who I was working for, um, some of the actions that he was taking, I didn't believe in them. Um, I figured that what I could do, I could do this way better than this guy. Um, and that's what I did. I basically just uh, took kind of the same model. And once we got parted ways, I went ahead and uh, told my wife I was starting my own thing. She said, don't do it. She was scared crapless. And uh, uh, now, you know, it's the best decision I ever made in my life. Yeah, so... <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. And, and it's so common in the entrepreneur world that we work in a corporate uh, a business, something happens, uh, either we make the decision to leave or they make the decision for us. And then suddenly we say, you know what, I could probably do this on my own. I'm going to do it. Absolutely. And that's the thing. I just, I really, I, I created it because I wanted to treat people right, to be honest with you. Um, you know, I always, we always talk about this one guy, his name's Ozzy. He's down in Miami and we helped him retire. And he said, I've got to, I've got to retire, you know, and, uh, he's a Cuban guy. And, um, he said, I, we told him, I said, Ozzy, stick with me. I will help you retire. I will get you to retirement. And I mean, he was making his last couple of years with us. He's making almost 200 grand a year you know, and as a, as a technician and he retired, you know, and, and at, at the age he wanted to retire. It's, it's items like that, that really, really stick out. And, you know, that's why I started it, to be honest with you too. It's just, you know, providing a good value for people, for customers, my customers, that's number one. Number two is providing a good value to people, you know, for the people, you know, for those workers, for those people that are sweating and, you know, and, 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 and taking care of them too, not and, and, and paying them the right way, you know, um, not taking advantage, you know, so that's something that, you know, reason why I started it as well. And I thought I was going to have all this freedom and, you know, balance, right. <laughs> but it, 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 it works out though. So. Yeah. That's great. I love the story of Aussie. Uh, well, that's, a, yeah. that's a really good one. I, that's a good one to share and it'll be on the podcast, which is great. So, Definitely. so let's talk about, so it's been, it's been about seven years uh, since the yes. technology group was formed, which is great. Congratulations on your success. Thank you. You, you just told us a little bit ago that you've been doubling almost every year, which is another success. Congratulations. Yeah. So, so Thank now you. that you're, you're looking at 2024 saying, wow, we're going to double again. It's going to be a huge year. 
What, mm-hmm. what kind of challenges are you facing for 2024? What are the issues that you got to deal with today? Um, inflation. Um, that's 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 kind of a you know a, a riser, of course. Um, inflation. Technicians are not what they were five years ago. Even uh, people are, in my opinion, um, uh, it is a very hands out time right now. I feel um, it's not a give and take. It's more of a take, um, unfortunately, uh, on some I, on some on some things. Um, as far as with um, you know uh, some of the aspects that we deal with. Um, you know, jobs not being complete, um, you know, us, the, the, it's more of an evolving door now, it seems like where I had guys that were with me, um, for the first five years and, 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 and they, they fell off in one way or another, as far as either they started their own, which is awesome. Um, or, um, they, it is still of a, it's a, I like to call it a white blue collar industry, um, so you still do have, um, your obstacles with, um, individuals and people, um, you know, that run into their challenges of everyday life. And, uh, it's just, it's just a harder time ever since COVID happened and, you know, all these different things that are going on in the world today, it's just more challenging to find really, in my opinion, that I've come up against, um, you know, we still have fantastic guys. We still have fantastic crews all over the country, but trying to uh, pivot and grow into and hire into other areas, that's where we're seeing. I mean, we're in most, we were already in most major cities before, you know, COVID and we're in, you know, 25 states, um, um, every major city, major city that you can think of, but trying to grow into different areas. Um, and hire new crews. It's just not working out. I mean, my guys are still with me. Uh, I still have guys that were with me from day one, but really trying to expand and hire uh, new crews um, because we are getting, you know, a lot more work in in all these different cities. So I'm needing more firepower in those cities and where I already have crews. And, but trying to hire new crews and try, it, it, it's kind of a challenge. Um, I will say that's, that's probably the biggest challenge that we've, that we've seen from our standpoint, uh, from our company. Um, other than that, um, that would probably be the biggest. Okay. And then I'm assuming the inflation hits you most, well, not only on the labor rates of folks that you're trying to hire, but also on the equipment that you're buying. You said you're a hardware integrator. So that's where yeah. you're getting hit. So is it, um, my guess is more from the perspective of you give a quote today, man, prices change tomorrow. Um, and you're, is that what you're dealing with? Yeah, we're dealing with some of that. Um, but it's also us having to raise our pricing mm. to our already established customers, um, you know, going from X to Z. And, you know, now we're, you know, five, ten dollars more than we were, you know, two years ago. And people still want to pay those two, three years ago prices, which I understand. I totally get it. Um, but the world is changing and, um, you know, there's, there's some, uh, you know, projects that we just, I, that before it would be a no brainer and we haven't been able to come to terms on as far as, um, you know, just it being, um, us being able to provide a value to the customer because, 
I get it. Everybody wants um, everything, you know, it, it's the economy, you know, uh, yeah. everybody wants, and, and I get it. And, and, and those are probably the biggest challenges that um, we come across is, you know, the inflation and us needing to go up, the customer still wanting us to be down, which is fine. I totally understand. Um, but we can't and still be competitive and being able to, with materials going up, um, I mean, I was just talking to my team about this today. Uh, 2022 was 9.59%, I think, inflation. Uh, this year was um, 3 point, uh, or last year was 4.5 around that uh, inflation. And this year is is a little bit, a little bit lower, but still 3.59, I think, percent. You add all that up over three years, you're out 20% almost, yeah. you know? And that's a lot of inflation in three years happening, you know, so everybody's going through it and I get it. Um, and we still, you know, we had a record year last year. We had a record month actually uh, for January. So we're still doing a lot of numbers. We're still doing great. I mean, we're still rising. We're still, you know, uh, hitting, you know, where we need to be, but it is still those challenges because some people can't keep up. And they want things at a lower price again, which I understand and respect. But you know, people that can afford a Ferrari, they're still buying Ferraris. You know, Ferrari's not going to change their pricing. You know, because it's a Ferrari, and the people that can afford them, they know they're getting a good value, and they're still going to buy the Ferrari because they're they're in a different market. You yep. know, so and that's kind of where we're at. Um, you know, I would love to be able to offer a little bit more as far as you know a lower pricing but we still have we're an a plus company with b minus pricing i like to say you nice. know uh, we're not the cheapest but we're not the most expensive we're still very you know we're, we still offer a great fantastic value because you want you get no headache it's 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 headache free it's hassle free literally i had this guy it was an x-golf it was an x-golf franchise and he said i had to i had to hire um uh, five different contractors it's here in columbus and he's opening a new one and i had to hire five different contractors for you know these two russians to wire the cameras and i had to you know pay this other guy to you know wire the pos and it was it was a, such a headache and he was like man if i would have just known you existed you know and just had someone like you you know it, it and it's it's items like that it's headache free it's worry free it's hassle free it allows them to move on with other items um you kind of pay for what you get yeah and like you said you're offering a full service line so so that's, great. that's a great perspective to share so so you mentioned in the last couple of minutes you mentioned the pandemic you've mentioned difficulties in hiring you've mentioned the shift in the workforce from kind of the hands-on to the hands-off or the takeaway for what's in it for me versus what's in it for my employer. And you mentioned inflation, right? All of these things. So clearly everyone's business, the environment's always changing, right? And you just mentioned a few things that we're all dealing with together because of what happened in 2020. But even if that doesn't happen, we're always, there's always something evolving. So what do you do to stay adaptable, open to change and innovative in your business? Um, just keeping up with the times, keeping up with uh, technology, um, being able to offer um, my clients different solutions. Um, you know, if they have a problem, um, uh, being able to say, oh, 
there's actually this new technology. Oh, there's actually a camera where I can tell you that, you know, you're, you're, you know, a restaurant or a bar, for example. Um, you know, there's all this, there's AI so much, um, you know, all this AI going on, right? Analytics. Um, there's an, tons of analytic cameras that can tell you the shift of your, uh, of your crowd. Are they going to the left? Are they going to that bar or to the right? You know, um, so that's like the really cool items that, um, you know, staying on top of cutting edge technology, which I still need to do a much better job um, at doing it again, trying to wear a lot of hats, obviously, as all everybody, you know, as entrepreneurs, we all do um, is not the easiest all the time, but just staying on top of technology, uh, trying to get, I, that's one thing I want to do more this year is going to more, you know, um, you know, uh, trade shows and, you know, um, you know, just as much as I can to be able to keep on offering those values, because um, I kind of got away from that last year. Um, but yeah, staying on top of the times and just being able to have solutions for a customer rather than just saying, oh, that sucks. You know, <laughs> you know, sorry, you're dealing with that. And then not being able to solution that um, is probably, um, you know, the, the best thing I can do. From my yeah. standpoint. Excellent. Excellent. So staying up on technology in your industry, I mean technology changes every day. So staying every up day. Top of that is the only way you can be innovative in your space, which I didn't know Absolutely. there were cameras that could tell you which way your crowd was going. That's fantastic. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's actually there's cameras. I mean, there you would your head would spin um, knowing the kind of you know technology that I know of. Um, we were actually we quoted something for Wright Pat. Um, it was uh, shotgun detectors. And they can actually tell you what kind of um, round was fired, um, you know, where it's coming from. Um, yeah, there's there's some really, really cool um, things out there that are happening, especially with AI, as you guys know, um, just in the world in general. It, it kind of, you know, some of us, it, it's like, hey, I don't want that to come, but it's coming, you know. Right. It's really coming fast. So yeah, I've seen the movie. I know it's coming fast. It's taking over the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It's definitely coming. So, so speaking of the future, uh, can you offer us a glimpse into your future plans as an organization? And what's the next step for you as an entrepreneur? What are you thinking about? Um, we're gonna try. I mean, getting in. The last two years, we've really been getting a lot into uh, EV charging stations. Um, we've been getting a lot into um, uh, the multifamily space, as I mentioned earlier. Um, so something that um, we're trying to you know, target is more you know, solar energy, um, you know, some lighting. Um, we're teaming up with a company out of uh, California, um, and we're going to be doing a lot of uh, solar type energy saving cost-efficient um, installations for them. And with that being said, that's something that we're definitely going to, you know, obviously we need to target more of um, and we're getting more into because of the obvious, you know, changes in the world and the, you know, uh, in every community going on. Um, so I would say that um, that's big for us. Um, you know, I've never marketed before, um, as I said earlier, so I really, I really want to get into marketing. Um, I run like our social media, if you want to even call it that. Um, so that's something that, um, I really want to do this year at some point is market, just 
you know, it's, and it's kind of cool. We've been off of word of mouth. So we've grown really fast and, and good without without having to market. So I'm excited to see what, what happens when we do market actually and do clean up our, our you know, social media and just everything that goes along with that. Um, uh, other than that, um, I'm trying to get into some other spaces, but I can't do that um, yet. Um, I still have a couple of years. I have to, you know, get to a certain point and um, in, in my journey, um, you know, as you mentioned earlier uh, in the call, Todd, you know, I, I'm in a couple other uh, opportunities um, that are pretty cool, but uh, I got to definitely keep on doing this. And, and this is something I love to do. I, I love this industry. I love technology. I love, the, I, you know, I, I love my customers. I love the people that, you know, I work with, um, you know, and it's, and it's ever changing. So I'm ADHD. So I need that always changing, you know, what's next, what's next. And, you know, I'm a Sagittarius too. So it's like, what's next, you know, squirrel, you know? Um, but um, yeah. So I, I would say, Five years or so, I can maybe take a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm working more on my company this year um, in the last six months than I ever have. Um, as you know, I'm still in it, but I'm, I have been working a lot more on it. Um, so and that's something that I definitely I love. You know, I've been doing more networking, as I stated. I'm going to do hit more shows this year, more conventions and just talking to people and networking is something I love to do. And I'm, I feel I'm good at. Um, and I feel that people can, you know, one thing I've always been told is, um, I don't know if you can cuss on here. So I'll just say, I'll just say, you know, people sense that you have, there's no BS in, you know, so people have always told me that there's no BS in me. Um, so, and that's something that I think has got, has helped me besides my great team, and my business partner get here today. So sorry yeah. if that was too long-winded. Or, no, 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 that's good. That's yeah. good. It, it's a, that's a difficult question for a lot of people to answer. I mean, and you gave us some insight into what your business is looking at. And candidly, I wasn't like saying, "Hey, give me your time frame." That's not. That's I wasn't trying to put that kind of pressure on you. But uh, yeah, no. yeah. So so you've got a couple things going on, and and Stanton Technology Group is your main source of income, your main business entity. And then, so that's going to continue to go for a while and you're going to dip your foot in the water in other places, it sounds like, which is great. Yeah, absolutely. So, so uh, last question for you, Joseph, what advice would you offer an aspiring entrepreneurs just getting started or maybe they're struggling for that first six months of 16, 18 hour, eight days? Say that again. I'm sorry. I said, uh, sorry. What advice would you uh, offer to an aspiring entrepreneur or to mm -hmm. maybe someone who's just getting started that's working yep. those 14, 16 hour days you mentioned. Okay. Uh, what would you tell them to do? Um, relationships. Um, it's all about relationships. Um, definitely value them. Uh, don't move too quickly through them and, and spend time. Uh, don't just turn through phone calls when you really can connect with somebody and talk to somebody on, a, on your level. Uh, learn as much as you can. Be a sponge. Shut up. Uh, I've been told that, you know, shut up and listen, stop talking, um, <laughs> you know, and that's something that's helped me a lot. Um, you know, I've learned so much and I have a, a couple really actually influential people um, that own very large companies that I can talk to um, now. I mean, they've just become great friends over the last couple of years and I can call them 
And I'm so fortunate to have those people in my life. And when I have an issue, I just, before I thought I could do everything by myself and us as entrepreneurs, I think that we ha all have that kind of trait and being able to, you know, uh, you know, delegate work. That's very important. Um, not thinking that you can do it all yourself. Um, don't be afraid to go get help, you know, and just ask, you know, Hey, I'm, this is a challenge that I'm running into. What can I do? Um, don't think you can take on the world. You can't do it without a great team. Um, delegate your work properly and uh, just keep your morals, values, ethics all strong and in, in the same direction and don't ever stray from them. That's the best advice that I could give anyone. Great advice. Great advice. I love that, Joseph. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you again for joining us today, Joseph. We really appreciate the insights. Appreciate you sharing about the, your business, Stanton Technology Group. It was great meeting you and learning more about what you've been doing as an entrepreneur. And to everyone watching and listening, look forward to seeing you in our next episode. Thanks again, Joseph. Thanks, Todd. I appreciate you having me. This was great.